0: It's the heart that says, I will not acquiesce. Across the gulf
1: of space, intellects vast and cool and unsympathetic regarded
0: our planet with envious eyes. Perception is the key and the heart is the solution. Heart perception will change everything. I'm your host, Ryan Gable, and you're listening to The Secret Teachings on The Fringe FM. If you'd like to contact the show, the email is rdgable at yahoo.com. Social media is facebook.com forward slash The Secret Teachings. And our website, www.thesecretteachings.info, where you can find our full show archive, the top news stories, the montages and more, all at www.thesecretteachings.info. You are tuned in, not only to The Secret Teachings, but to The Fringe FM. You can visit fringe.fm for the network website to see all the shows on The Fringe FM and download The Fringe FM application for free to your so-called smartphone, I call them dumb phones, so that you can listen to The Fringe FM 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. You can also access in the application the list of uh, radio shows and podcasts that are uploaded and changed out on occasion. A couple of uh, different shows a week, as far as I understand, on the application get turned in and out. So that's a great way to catch other episodes on the fringe of different shows of The Secret Teachings, even if you can't catch the live new broadcasts and you don't have access to the archive either. Tonight, Thursday, January 21st, 2021, normally don't give out the date but I want to document and date this show because of all the requests I've received and all the comments all the stuff people have sent me not just you as listeners but my friends have sent me messages and called me and texted me people I have um, I have uh, regular contact with asking me what I thought of the presidential inauguration and I'm going to tell you what I think tonight. Tonight is going to be a different kind of show, and I'm going to spend just a moment here explaining it to you. We're going to take a very short, brief break, and then when we come back, we will do the, uh, the full body of the show without a break, and then the show will repeat in the second hour, trying to save some time tonight. Uh, last night, no new show because my son was here Uh, Monday and Tuesday, new shows. We'll have a new show tomorrow. Maybe Stephen Cambion on the show tomorrow. So that should be a fun, comical show if we do get Stephen Cambion on the show tomorrow. But tonight, it's all about just looking at having a a moment with what we call politics in America. And I, I did a show the other night, Tuesday, called Programming for Judgment Day. And uh, I posted the promo on Facebook, as I do, and there's a description of the show. It's all about how this study came out, just a topic, it's not really an important study, just a study came out that said if you watched zombie movies, you're more prepared for a disease-themed pandemic, right? And that's maybe that seems obvious, but in, in in the study, in the article, the researchers were talking about how it allows people in these movies to experience fear and to experience their worst nightmares without actually experiencing the consequences of them, right? So they're more prepared to deal with real-life catastrophes, real-life, you know, events. You don't really see zombies running down the road in the sense that, you know, Brad Pitt was running from in World War Z, but you do see hordes of zombies that are just like, put your mask on, social distance, they're like zombies. I mean, it's, it's a metaphor. And the show Tuesday was all about Judgment Day. It was about the Terminator. It was about liquid robots, liquid metal robots, liquid circuits, liquid microchips, and the advancement of artificial intelligence and the consciousness of the Internet. And it was like all that packed together. And I, I had people like message me and say, Come on, Ryan, that's just a, a movie. It's just the, the Terminator. You're fear-mongering. And it's like, you didn't even listen. You don't even listen to the show. The show had nothing to do with, with a movie. It had nothing to do with fear mongering. It was like an observation of what's in scientific literature, what's being produced at major universities, what, what, what is the, the current update on artificial intelligence and this type of technology and how it relates to, yes, to films and how maybe watching The Terminator would prepare you for uh, a lifestyle that is predominantly focused on uh, machine control. So, I do this show, and that's the reaction that some people have because they don't think they don't pay attention. And I know that when I do shows that are more occult themed, likewise, you know, it seems to be reduced to politics. And I feel that Donald Trump being removed from office because his term is up uh, is a really great thing because I am so sick and so tired. I'm going to get real you want me to get political I'm going to get real political with you. I am so sick and so tired of extremist left-wing crybabies literally crying and convulsing and attacking people and screaming and cursing and yelling and threatening people and Kathy uh, Griffin holding up Trump's head, you know, and Snoop Dogg shooting Trump in a play. I'm tired of the of the threats and the calls to violence like Maxine Waters. If you see these people out in public, you go after them. You get these people and people like AOC, we need a list of people to go after that are Trump supporters, you know. I'm tired of it. I'm sick of it. And maybe these people will shut their mouths. At least you'd hope so. And likewise, I'm, I'm hoping that all the Trump supporters who thought Trump was Jesus incarnate, I'm hoping that they'll shut their mouths too. Because I, I really got sick and tired of hearing about it for four years, about how Trump is draining some mystical swamp and Trump is getting rid of all the bad guys. And what happened? Nothing. Just like I told you four years ago, nothing's going to happen. Nothing's going to change. Nothing's going to get different. Yeah, Trump did a few good things. Hell, Biden will do one or two good things. Maybe they'll end fracking. That's a good idea. It doesn't mean, you know, I'm, I'm a pedophile because I agreed with a liberal on something. It doesn't mean I'm a Democrat because I said, well, I don't agree with fracking. I'd like to have clean water and clean air. You know, I don't agree with Trump's environmental policy. I did agree that he wanted to remove the U.S. from the Paris Climate Accord, although Biden's busy, you know. A little bit ago, uh, signing executive orders, just one after another, just boom, 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 reversing everything Trump did. Uh, and it's not because like these are the right things to do. It's just vindictive, is all that it is. It, it's 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 not even a game. It's not even a joke. It's just like petty and pathetic. That's what it is. It's petty and it's pathetic. It goes for you, Trump supporters. It goes for you, Biden supporters. If there are any of you, I don't. I've never seen one before. If there are any Biden support, it goes to anybody that supports politics in this way. It's a giant joke that's pathetic. It's pathetic. It's more pathetic than Joe Biden trying to give a speech, which if you've seen it, it's pretty pathetic. The guy doesn't even know what state he's in most of the time. He probably still thinks he's, you know, in his his house, in his basement where he's been for the last six months. Don't even know he's in the White House, right? I'm so sick and so tired. But now I think I can I think I can get some rest because QAnon, where's QAnon at? Trump ain't the president anymore. Where are all the Q supporters at? I'm sure you, you you jump in ship like 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 a ship that's sinking, and there's just rats just jumping off the ship. Uh, it's over. There's no more QAnon. There's no savior. Trump didn't protect you and and bring down the pedophile elite. It, it was just it was just gaslighting for four years. That's all it was. It was a psychological warfare operation. That's all that it was. Well, but they'll they'll continue don't worry they'll continue on they'll keep pressing and saying no trump's really running the government underground and no q was just infiltrated that's why it wasn't accurate what he was saying or what she was saying or whatever it was saying you know so i'm hoping that if i do a political show if i continue this for another 45 minutes maybe it'll actually plant a more mystical metaphysical occult seed in people's subconscious to realize that me and others like me who do radio I'm not beating around some bush to get out of to get out of the, the 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 spotlight of supporting or not supporting somebody. I didn't like Trump from the beginning. I don't like Biden. I don't like Kamala Harris. I definitely didn't like Pence. I don't like these people. I liked like Ron Paul. I like that Senator Cotton. There's like a very small number of people that are actual representatives of their state that are actual representatives in congress of the american people and the ideals of america and the constitution. The rest of these people just use it they 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 pay lip service to it. That's all that they do. They pay lip service to it. In fact, it's very much like the scene in uh, Star Wars where Senator Palpatine who was creating all of the upheaval in the republic, Palpatine was responsible. He's the Sith. Spoiler alert. He was the Sith the whole time. He was the bad guy, but he blamed it on the Jedi. Who were preserving the republic? Who were preservers of peace and justice? They blamed it on them. Right, Palpatine. And what did Palpatine say? He said, "Well, I got the, I got the, uh, you know, I got the clip right here. I'll play it for you." Palpatine, despite what he was doing to the republic and to democracy, he said,
1: "I love democracy. I love the republic.
0: I love democracy. I love the republic." kind of sounded like Joe Biden's uh, inauguration speech. They didn't have him speak too long because he doesn't know where he's at and he can't open his mouth. Like, it is the most pathetic and just disgusting and sad perception of representative government that that, that you could, it's like a movie, really. I, I've the, the videos I've seen of this guy already, he's he's in front of like a podium and there's like cameras everywhere or rather video, not just video cameras, but there's like telesc- telescreens, like TV monitors everywhere, everybody's on you know, their Zoom calls and their Skypes because they're afraid of getting sick. It, you used to think like, oh, the president, this is like a, a puppet position and people control the president from behind the scenes and all that, right? I mean, it's not just like a metaphor now. It's It's pretty damn blatant how obvious it is. And so there ain't no savior. Ain't nobody coming to protect you. Trump's going to play golf. And bang porn stars, all right? And make more money and get oranger, all right? And all the people that hated him, I guess the whole, the world's better now if, if, you're, if you're gay or you're trans or you're black or despite the fact that, you know, disproportionately black people supported Trump and Latinos supported Trump. If you're any of those things, though, your life gets better. Well, it got better yesterday at noon. It's all good. It's all fine. It's all better now. So shut up and life is great. And if you like Trump, um, well... You got duped. It's not fear-mongering. It's not, you know, anger. It's just like this is this is reality. And it feels... I should have named tonight's show Told You So. Feels really good. I told you so. QAnon was a joke. Now they'll keep the scam going. Biden's a joke, but they'll keep the scam going. It's one big psych warfare operation. I'm Ryan Gable. This is The Secret Teachings. We're taking a short early break. We'll come back with a large chunk of the show and I'll tell you what I saw at the inauguration I didn't see a satanic ritual like some people said I'll tell you what I saw and then this will replay or you might already be hearing the replay in the second hour tonight on the fringe FM it's it's pretty raw but I'm just telling you uh, in my opinion what reality is we'll be right back This is KTLK Digital Broadcasting, The Fringe FM. For all of you who supported The Secret Teachings in 2020, I want to sincerely say thank you. And to begin 2021, here in the month of Janus, the year of the ox, and the year of revelations, you can still subscribe to our entire show archive while getting access to the montages and all of my digital books, the old and new. You'll also get a free physical copy of one of my books shipped in the United States for free, autographed if you'd like. Just visit www.thesecretteachings.info and click on the Donate Subscribe option at the top of the page. You get the archive, montages, digital books, and a physical book for only $40. You can also use this deal to renew your subscription for another year. Use the website or our PayPal email, rdgable at yahoo.com. You can also use this email if you have any questions or to reach out to us for any Your support helps guide the show, the network, and yourself. And we look forward to another year of The Secret Teachings right here on The Fringe FM. Alex My name is Alex Exum, and you're listening to The Fringe FM.
1: Hello, folks. This is Jordan Maxwell. My website is jordanmaxwellshow.com, and you're listening to The Secret Teachings excellent shows keep listening with your host ryan gable
0: broadcasting somewhere between that which is above and that which is below it's ktlk digital broadcasting the fringe fm this is david ike and you are listening to the secret teachings with ryan gable
1: it's time you got acquainted with the real hard truth Freedom
0: is the privilege to be right. On The Secret Teachings, we use history and anthropology, magic and esotericism, and even a little bit of nutrition and comedy mixed with some great guests to examine our world and beyond. For 10 years, we've used occultism and symbols to bring you a unique and objective look at the past, present, and future. Join us by tuning in Monday through Friday to The Secret Teachings with myself, Ryan Gable, exclusively new right here on The Fringe FM, www.thesecretteachings.info
1: system where the politicians sit down and discuss the problem agree what's in the best interest of all the people and then do it that's exactly what we do the the trouble is that people don't always agree well then they should be made to by whom who's going to make them i don't know someone you of course not me but someone someone wise sounds an awful lot like a dictatorship to me
0: I'm your host, Ryan Gable, and you're listening to The Secret Teachings on the Fringe FM. When I began radio about 10 years ago, WPRK, Rollins College, 91.5 FM, I used to quote a man named Alexander Fraser Teitler. I think for a while I thought his name was Tyler, but Teitler, his last name. I actually had a couple of listeners, multiple listeners, send me this quote, and uh, someone recommended I read it on air, and I agree. This is a great quote to read. A democracy cannot exist as a permanent form of government. It can only exist until the voters discover that they can vote themselves largesse from the public treasury. From that moment on, the majority always votes for the candidates promising the most benefits from the public treasury, with the result that a democracy always collapses over loose fiscal policy, always followed by a dictatorship. The average age of the world's greatest civilizations has been 200 years. These nations have progressed through this sequence. And this is the sequence from bondage to spiritual faith, from spiritual faith to great courage, from courage to liberty, from liberty to abundance. That points maybe like late 1700s, early 1800s into the early 1900s from abundance to selfishness, from selfishness to apathy. And we reached that a couple of years ago, last decade. Last two decades, from apathy to dependence, we became far more dependent on a welfare system, far more dependent on government and even corporations and media to tell us what's reality and tell us how to think, and then from dependence back into bondage because we depend on those people so much that we just keep moving closer and closer and closer and closer and closer, and closer to a state in which the telescreen instructs us to do our exercises in the morning and there's no more sex because the orgasm has been eliminated. I know you might think that's hyperbolic and extreme and that has nothing to do with politics, but you do know and you do realize that Aldous Huxley's A Brave New World is not coming true because someone's trying to fulfill a prophecy. It's not coming true because Huxley was just a great imagineer. It's coming true because elitists like Huxley and elitists like Bill Gates, who now owns all the farmland in the world, basically. This guy just owns the world with Klaus Schwab and all these other aliens. They just, they, they, they're in control, and they get to tell you how to live your life, and they get to dictate to you what's, what's reality. And if you're in Germany and you say, I don't believe people are dying of COVID-19, they put you in a camp now. That's funny, isn't it? And in the United States of America, there's a, there's a, a law here in New York State being passed or it's, it's in-house right now, to re- literally do the same thing, round people and put them in camps. Same thing in, Cal- in Canada. And it's just like, you do, you do realize historically, like if you were to read, I read a lot of Chinese communist history, and although Mao Zedong called the Great Leap Forward, the Great Leap Forward, nobody really knew what they were a part of at the time. And we can look at any history, like the morning of Pearl Harbor, You know, sailors didn't see those planes coming in and blowing ships up and thought, damn, this is Pearl Harbor. This day is going to live in infamy. They were terrified for their lives, and they tried to fight back, and a lot of people died. Nobody thought, this is Pearl Harbor, and they started documenting at that moment. Like, what when you say Pearl Harbor, like 9-11, Pearl Harbor, that's what it means. Like, you say Vietnam, what's the Vietnam War, the war in Korea, or whatever it might be. And likewise... When you think about the inauguration of Joe Biden, cut Joe Biden, this empty husk, this empty shell, out of the equation. Okay, that you want. People have asked me to give my interpretation of this, and I would also like to give my interpretation. I've got 35 minutes to do it, special show tonight, and then this will replay. And if it already replayed, you're listening to the second part. It will be uh, up for free on Facebook tomorrow and from here on out. Here's what I saw. I saw a number of components at the inauguration that to me looked like something from 17th, 18th century warfare. That's what I saw. Maybe you ask, what do you mean by that? Well, here's what I saw. I saw a capital that was void of citizens, which is really great for Joe Biden because nobody would have come had there not been a lockdown in D.C. and had there not been martial law. So that worked out really great for the Biden campaign and the mainstream media because nobody would have showed up for the inauguration. Oh, that's speculative. No, it's it's a damn fact because over the last year, every single presentation that guy gave when he wasn't in a basement with his face and a mask, literally nobody showed up. Like one of the big ones he had, there were like four pickup trucks and everybody else was from the media. One, one thing he did, there were like 12 people there, you know? So cut Biden out of this, and you look at the inauguration, there's nobody there, okay, and that's because they shut it down because of potential violence. There were, I've read 20, I read 20, I checked again before the show, 25, some some estimates upwards of 40 with police, National Guard and police, 20 to 40,000 of them in Washington, D.C., in the district of the Dove, the district of Colombre. Colombia. that many soldiers, that many armed people to protect the, the new president, you know, the, the president-elect as he's, as he's inaugurated. You ever heard of the Nuremberg rallies, you know, in the 30s? You know, I don't like to rag on Hitler as much as I do Stalin or Mao because nobody knows who Stalin or Mao is or they have tattoos of Stalin on them and they think Stalin's a great guy. But, you know, the Nuremberg rallies, if you just, you know, want to look them up, you could type in Nuremberg rally, Nazi party. Nuremberg rallies, Nuremberg meetings, they were held uh, even before Hitler came into office. But they were held after Hitler came into office as these big propaganda events to reinforce, you know, the enthusiasm of the party and to showcase how wonderful the Nazi party was to Germany and, and arguably so the Nazi party rebuilt Germany, uh, Hitler rebuilt Germany, the people's car, the Volkswagen, the Autobahn, uh, new technologies like hell. We're, we're reading about things today in the 21st century that Hitler was doing in like the thirties and forties with people like Albert Speer and others. Like they were developing technologies that were vastly superior to things that you saw in science fiction, you know, in the eighties and nineties. So, they did really great stuff for Germany. On the other hand, communist regimes, they just take all the wealth and they, they sail out because they're like pirates. But this isn't about Nazism or communism. It's about Washington, D.C. being filled with police and soldiers to the point where it looked like a Nuremberg rally, at least to me. It kind of looked like just the theme of it, the idea that there are so many soldiers there. Now, you might look at that and say, well, that's for protection. We, ha- we have to understand there was an insurrection at the capitol. Well, sure, keep telling yourself that and keep listening to what Brian Stelzer has to say on CNN. Keep listening to what Brian Stelzer has to say, that weird it clown guy and Don Lemon, the guy that cries at bars and gets in fights. Listen to what these paid hacks that work for foreign governments have to say. And don't listen or look at what happened for yourself. Don't listen to your intuition that says that's not an insurrection. That's a guy walking in between a velvet rope. That's not Insurrection. Don't 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 mind the Antifa riots last night in Seattle where they broke in and vandalized Democratic headquarters. Did that confuse you a little bit? Why is Antifa attacking Democratic headquarters? Why? Because they're anarchists. They're not Democrats. They're not liberals. They're not anything. They want to destroy all government. Did you see that? In, I think it was in Seattle. They, they spray paint F. Biden on the Democratic headquarters. They don't want Biden to be president. Are you? Did you think they did? You think they were going to go away? No, Antifa is here to stay. Antifa is a communist mercenary like group. They're the Red Guards. You know, that's what they are historically, anyway. That's just, it's a. What do you think Q was? Trust the plan? Well, what did the Bolsheviks do in the early 20s? They did Operation Trust. Operation Trust, Trust the Plan, where they used it was a counterinsurgency insurgency to find people that disagreed with communism, and then they rounded them up. That's what the Hundred Flowers Campaign was all about. I did a show like uh, less than a year ago called The Hundred Flowers President, and of course, you know that made people mad. You're saying bad stuff about Trump. No, what I'm saying is Trump, as a figurehead, was basically a Hundred Flowers President. It 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 weeded out all the people who stood for constitutional democracy in the republic and it allowed for communist hacks like Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez who doesn't even know how many how, how many you know representatives from each state there are in congress or the senate or what that's based on this woman doesn't even know she's worse than Joe Biden in a way she has no clue where she's at you know she's chopping up sweet potatoes in her kitchen on her little tiktok video telling people you shouldn't have kids anymore while she lives in a you know, a, a giant apartment, and with all this millions and millions of dollars and money, and has like four thousand dollar suits, but then tells you you're bad for wanting to have kids. These these oligarchical uh, psychopaths, eugenicists. I'm um, I'm digressing from the point, but I think you get my point. Like it's it's a Hunger Games scenario. You know, it, it, the capital was filled with troops. Okay. Nobody was there. There's no humans there that aren't in military gear or aren't working for the new administration. All right. Everybody else is they cleaned it out. Then they put up big fences around the Capitol building. Huge fences, big fences, big like eight foot, 10 foot tall fences, big barbed wire fence, because you wouldn't want peaceful protesters to demonstrate. um, I would have I would have put money on there actually being more Trump supporters. there protesting Biden than there would have been Biden supporters supporting Biden. So they couldn't have that. Got to put the fences up lock it all down, so you've got this military show of force. And that, that made me think, like, I, I, I'm i I'm glad it's all, I'm glad the Trump administration's over because the Trump people can hopefully shut their mouths and the Democratic people can hopefully, please God, shut their mouths. I'm so tired of hearing about it. Uh, maybe we could relate. Remember remember that, that 4th of July celebration where Trump was like, I love America, and there were some soldiers that they had, right? and there's like some police and they're like this is a this is a show of military force this is what kim jong un would do this is what stalin would well they don't say stalin this is what hitler would have done really well they just literally cleaned out the capital and filled it with soldiers for the inauguration of biden so that's the first thing i saw and then i remember because i don't drink fluoride and i don't eat food colorings and i don't eat meat and i don't take toxic pharmaceutical drugs i remember the presidential debate between Hillary and, and and not Obama, excuse me, Hillary and, um, and Trump and the the classic, like one of the best debate scenes ever, although it was, it's all staged and fake anyway, apparently, because Trump wasn't your savior surprise where Trump's like, yeah, because you'd be in jail. Remember that? When Hillary Clinton says, she's like, yeah, well you want this, this witch. She's like, do you want this man in charge of the department of justice? And he's like, Of course, because you'd be in jail. And he like drops the mic, (laughs) like walks off stage. Well, I remember watching the CNN analysis of that because I couldn't analyze it for myself because I'm a dumb CNN viewer. So I had to listen to these psychopaths on CNN explain it to me. And one guy actually said, I remember this so vividly, they're sitting in like these director chairs and they're like Trump saying that he would put Hillary Clinton in jail. This is just like they do do something like this. They actually did mention Russia. They said, do something like this and Stalinist Russia, Nazi Germany, or and the one the, the guy said, this is something that like Mao Zedong would have d- done. I mean, this is basically what Mao Zedong did. I was like, really? That's what Mao Zedong? Did? Mao, Mao Zedong killed sixty-five to eighty million people. Trump said, "I'll investigate you and put you in jail if you committed crimes." But that's all a big joke, cause him and Hillary are good friends. Maybe you don't buy that. Maybe you don't buy all the pictures and all the long-time Democratic donations. Maybe you don't buy the fact that Trump is just a guy that makes money, likes fast food, likes hot women, and he likes to spray paint himself orange. Maybe you don't buy all that. Maybe he's a really good guy fighting for the alliance in some galactic confederation. Maybe you buy that because it's just the easier thing to do and it makes a lot of money for some people. I live in reality. It's been a setup from the beginning. It was a giant joke. And because some of us can think for ourselves, we thought when we heard the news commentators say that, we're like, I don't really think Trump's like Mao tongue. What are you talking about? All he did was say, I would put you in jail if you committed crimes like that's reasonable. Right. Or when Trump said, because it's in the Constitution, you know, that you have an authority as president to send federal troops in to protect federal property. That's not just a like like a right. That's a duty of the president. And they're like, you can't send federal troops into Oregon. We want your troops out of here. Right. The mayor says that the governor says that. And then the mayor the other day got punched in the face by Antifa because they're anarchists. And, um, you know, they burned Portland to the ground pretty much. They just destroyed that city. Seattle's destroyed. I'm sure Olympia, Washington's a nightmare. I'm sorry if you live there. You know, Orlando's, I know, uh, Austin, Texas, Rochester, New York, New York City. Oh, my God. They had like an eye of Sauron rotating that red light in the sky. There's like, eh, eh, eh like red alert emergency. There's COVID everywhere. You remember that? That was like a year and a half ago or something. So, where I'm going with this, my brain's just all over the place, is like there's troops in the Capitol, right, all over the place. They're in they're, they're, they're the National Mall. The you know They're at the Lincoln Memorial, the Jefferson Memorial. They're all over the place. There's like 40,000 troops, soldiers, police everywhere. And <laughs> they're talking about, did you hear the, C, the former CIA director today? The former CIA director said, well, just listen to what here. Listen to what he said. They're going to round up libertarians now, because you just let these psychopaths. You, they're, they're like, all right, we got to we got to ban Alex Jones because he said one time, you know, 02 percent of his show, according to Google Analytics, he mentioned Sandy Hook. That's too much. We need to ban him. And then people are like, that's okay. I get it. That Sandy Hook was bad. People shouldn't be allowed to say it. Censor him. Shut him up. We don't like what he's saying. And then they come for like other people and other people and other people and other people. And then there's nobody left to protect you. Right. Remember the, uh, the famous quote, uh, we'll go back to Nazi Germany. If you'd like, first they came right first, they came for one group and then they came for another group and then they came for another group. And then there was nobody left to protect me because, um, well, we, we didn't stand up and do what was right. this, this is how history repeats itself, but you're in the moment. You're in the motion of You don't really realize what's, what's happening. The famous poem by Martin Niemuller. Well, they, they came for a lot of people, but see, you don't stand up and do what's right. Then what happens is nothing good. Look, they'll come for communists, which I agreed with. Yeah, the Germans went after the communists for a, for a, for a good reason. But Nimoyler was not a communist, so he didn't speak out. Then he came for socialists, which is funny because they were national socialists, but they came for, like, the real socialists and then the trade unionists. But he wasn't one of those, so he didn't speak out. Then they came for some another large myth, but they came for all the Jews. That's not true. There were high-ranking Jews in Hitler's military. Uh, don't want to talk about that. That's You can look that up in the New York Times even. But they came for Jews, but he wasn't Jewish, so he didn't do anything. And then they came for him, but there was no one left to speak for him, so... Bye. Get out of here. Bye. You're going to jail. So I find that interesting that this is John Brennan, former CIA director on national television, just being like, yeah, we're going to round some people up. Don't worry about AOC, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, that socialist commie piece of trash. She's like, we need to have lists. Are we keeping track of these Trump supporters so we can, we can prosecute them. Maybe prosecute them for having political opinions that are different than yours. Here's John Brennan.
1: I'm I was thinking today that uh, this is the most relaxed I've been uh, in the course of many inaugurations I've watched because I'm not responsible for it. But I can tell you that when I was in the government, I was—I had white knuckles because yeah. of the nature of the threats. But it's so much more difficult today because of what we have seen, not just over the last two weeks, but that certainly has riveted our attention. But because of this growth in polarization in the United States and domestic violence in white supremacist groups. ha. Huh. Looking forward, that the members of the the Biden team who have been nominated or have been appointed are now moving in laser-like fashion to try to uncover as much as they can about what looks very similar to insurgency movements that we've seen overseas. (laughs) Insurgency movements, yeah. Different parts of the country, and they gain strength, and it brings together an unholy alliance frequently. Here it is. Of religious religious extremists, authoritarians, fascists, bigots, uh, racists, nativists, uh, even libertarians.
0: All of it right there. People that are religious... People that are nationalists, people, in other words, people that want to practice their religion freely, that's protected by the First Amendment, but Brennan doesn't believe in the Constitution because he's a literal communist, like he voted for the Communist Party, he's a member, or at least was a member of the Communist Party. He he armed rebel groups in the Middle East and then has the audacity to say that people who disagreed with the election results were somehow insurrectionists, despite the fact that People like him for four years complain that Trump didn't win the first election, that Putin won the first election. Unbelievable, right? But then he says libertarians. What did libertarians do? Libertarians are on like a farm growing like carrots, you know, hanging out, smoking weed with Gary Johnson at a barbecue, right? I actually know some people that had a barbecue and smoked weed with Gary Johnson. So it's like that's Gary Johnson smoking weed and having a barbecue. And then John Brennan's like, we're going to come after you because you're an insurrectionist. See, that's what happens when you step back, and then you step back again, and and it's always there's always that line. Like Jordan Peterson talked about that he said, you draw this line in the sand where you refuse to acquiesce anymore, and people say, hey, 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 whoa, well, you can't do that. That's arbitrary, and he says, well, yes, there's a line of arbitrary, there's the level of arbitrariness to it, but it, the line has to be drawn because if you don't draw the line, for those of you who have like a giant hard on for being anti Hitler. Uh, what happens is if you want to go by the official narrative, which is only half true, as far as I can read in history, um, they come for people and nobody does anything. And then they bring the trains in and nobody does anything because it's all good. And then they put you on the trains and they say, we're taking you to a safe place. Right. And then if you make it because you didn't die in the train from starvation or, uh, exposure or whatever, then you make it to the destination and then, you know, you get murdered in a camp. Um, And then even then, when you're in the camp, it's like, well, things couldn't get worse. Let's just do what the guards are telling us, and then let's just get in the chamber, and then let's just take all of our clothes off, and then, you know, that's what happens. You know that. And that's not to scare you. That's just like, I'm kind of excited the history is repeating itself. I feel a little vindicated. Hallelujah, Trump's gone. Finally, QAnon, shut up. All the Democrats, shut up. Can we just, can you just like bring back hockey with fans, you know? Can you just bring the bread and circuses back where I don't have to be vaccinated with some highly toxic chemical or some experimental DARPA mRNA vaccine that the Chinese cooked up in a laboratory funded by Fauci and Obama? Can you please just bring back hockey so I can go to a game and cheer when somebody scores a goal without having to have a vaccine? Just bring that back and I'll be a little bit happier. But no, bread and circuses are there to keep you inoculated, From consciousness. That's what the bread and circuses are all about. And they're going to get more intense. But then the bread and circuses, as they get more intense, and they have been, they'll start to disappear. I mean, that's really where we're at. The bread and circuses are disappearing. That's why I'd, I'd like hockey to come back where there's actual fans. You know, they disappear. Because once the state, historically, has control, there's no need for bread and circuses anymore when the dictatorship takes Effect right? When the oligarchs come to blatant public power, there's no need for bread and circuses because what are you going to do? If you disagree with them, John Brennan's going to send armed soldiers to your house to shoot you or put you in a COVID camp. If you disagree with Fauci or if you just question like, hey, can I see the vaccine insert? And they shoot you, right? They got to give you the vaccine because they'll get the money out of that. Then they'll shoot you. Now, see, that might sound hyperbolic. I'm not saying you're going to get shot. What do you? What, what people like they go to the, the furthest extreme. I'm not saying that there aren't going to be soldiers at your door tomorrow. Life's going to be exactly the same tomorrow as it was today as it was last week when Trump was in office. Your life's not going to change. The only difference is you might have to not, not have to listen to some liberals cry their eyes out about how there's an orange man in the White House. Oh, my God, he's a racist. Really? That guy's a racist? You know how many rappers and, like, like remember all the rap songs where people would, like, shout out Donald Trump? What about, like, how about, like, uh, all the black supporters, like, disproportionately had more black support than Obama did? I'm not talking about the, the, the black person that you know is a friend that you keep as a token black person because you're a good liberal. I mean, like, on average, the black community and every community of color, if you want to call them that, supported Donald Trump compared to Obama or McCain or Bush or any of these psychopaths. So maybe they'll be quiet, but life's going to be pretty much the same. You know, it's like Bill Burr said. He said, nothing changes from administration to administration. He's like, I'm still going to go in this. He's like, you could still go in the kitchen right now and make a sandwich. He's like, Bush didn't make that sandwich for you. Obama didn't make that. You made that sandwich. You made that sandwich and you can eat that sandwich. They're not going to do it for you. Life's going to be the same, ladies and gentlemen. Nothing's going to change Nothing's going to, well, not nothing's drastically going to change. It'll be an incremental, slow, torturous process, as it has been for the last, you know, roughly 100 years, 107 years since the Federal Reserve. You know, or you can isolate any other day in history that changed the course of American, you know, politics or whatever. So I saw soldiers. I saw a lot of soldiers. I saw Brennan and AOC and others say we need to have lists of Trump supporters to round them up that's what they're saying that's not what I'm saying and they're talking about rounding up people like Gary Johnson who just want to smoke a smoke a joint and eat a, eat a cheeseburger or something I mean Jesus Christ these people are psychotic and and h- historically what happens nobody fights back everybody just goes along with it because maybe if we maybe if we get on the train they'll leave us alone maybe if we take off all our jewelry they'll leave us alone Maybe if we take our clothes off, they'll leave us alone. Maybe if we shave our heads and we'll leave us alone. And maybe if we get into that shower, they'll leave us alone. Maybe if we breathe this gas in, they'll leave us, you know, that's what happens. And a few people historically who have backbones and balls actually do something about it, you know. But that, that's considered a call to violence. You're not allowed to have a call to violence. You're not allowed to have a call to, to, a call to thought. See, that's what's dangerous. They start with the violence. Like, we all agree, we don't want violence. Who wants violence unless you're John Brennan, an armed, you know, terrorist. On record, like, officially, armed terrorist during the Obama administration should be in jail for treason, just like Obama should be in jail for treason for selling the country out to numerous other countries. And by the way, didn't Obama tell Putin on a hot mic, wait until I'm not president anymore, and then I'll be able to do a lot more for you? Remember that? That doesn't matter, though. Where is Putin, by the way? I, where, I thought Putin was going to help Trump win a second term. Where's that, that conspiracy theory just vanished? Suddenly, the Russians can't hack us anymore, right? Just gone, vanished. No, there's no such thing as hacking anymore. So there's lots of troops in D.C. That's what I saw, and I saw people wanting to round up anybody who disagreed. And I saw what amounted to 18th century warfare. You know, there was a time in American history where the British occupied Philadelphia. And typically in 18th century warfare, that would mean that you won. You you won, you won the battle, you won the war, but the American Revolution was a little different. It wasn't like the British fighting the French or like an established country. It was they were fighting, you know, their own people in a sense, in, in a sense. Maybe not ideologically, but the British were later pushed out of Philadelphia and the Capitol. And, you know, I, I saw that in Washington, DC. I saw that in Washington. I saw a Capitol that was not under siege from Trump support. I saw a Capitol under siege by an inauguration. I saw fences and barbed wire. I saw police. I saw soldiers. I saw guns and ammunition. I saw threats that if anybody, anyone tries to enter the area of Washington, D.C., you will be subject to search and seizure. You'll be subject to imprisonment. You'll be subject to all these authoritarian martial law things. I saw a checkmate on America. Now, I'm not one of the people that, I'm going to tell you, well, Trump's out of office now, so there's no more United States of America. But I will tell you that when they pulled the plug to what was left of the republic, Trump stood in the way of the plug so you couldn't see the plug draining. And he said he was going to drain the swamp. And then the swamp got bigger and much more powerful because Trump... Represented the passive resistance of a flower power movement, and Q represented Operation Trust, i.e., Trust the Plan, and the Hundred Flowers campaign to find the people that would not participate, to pull out all the Jedi's and all the people that loved the Republic and loved democracy. And while they were doing that, Palpatine, the senator, was standing there saying, "Ah, I love democracy. I love the Republic. And then, you know, the next scene, in order to form a more perfect, you know, a more secure society, the Republic will be reorganized into the first galactic empire for a safe and secure society. I remember when uh, Palpatine, uh, Palpatine issued uh, Order 66. Execute Order Six, And then they shot all the senators who opposed the Sith rule. They shot all the people that opposed the overthrow of the Republic. They shot everybody. It was metaphoric. You know, you get rid of anybody who who opposes you. I mean, it is like, if you took a class on communist overthrows, like it doesn't matter where, North Korea, Venezuela, you name it, this is textbook. Because what they've done is they've initiated their mob violence in the streets they've controlled people's perception through media so they believe that the Black Lives Matter Antifa anarchist groups are actually fighting for social justice so don't criticize them and that's the cover so they can burn businesses down and then ultimately even attack the things that supported them and gave them power and gave them you know the leisure to do whatever they wanted they're attacking democratic headquarters now because they ain't democrats They're they're not they're not they're not Americans. They hate America. They were burning America. Did you see that they were burning American flags in the street of Seattle last night? Are you kidding me? But that's not insurrection. That's not treason. That's not that's not sedition. That's mostly a peaceful protest, CNN says. And then they censor. You know, Trump's a representation of this. They censored the president. So he has no social media to to connect with people. They censor you so you have no ability to communicate. They censor information, but they'll allow certain information to stay. They're like QAnon because it was part of the plan, right? The real plan. And all the Q people that got rounded up, it's kind of funny. The people that were getting rounded up, that was the mass arrest. Joke's on you. The mass arrest was all the Q supporters. That's the mass arrest. That's the mass arrest. And once the censorship is virtually complete, in the sense that the average person doesn't even have access now to reality. Everything is put into the memory hole. And the process proceeds in reducing language to the point where we're unable to communicate. All this has already been done, but now it's fast-tracked. And now Joe Biden today sat in the Oval Office with a stack of black bound papers, executive orders, 17 executive orders to be exact, and just started signing his geriatric signature away. Joe Biden, Joe Biden, he probably signed, you know, signed Bo Jiden a couple times, or he might have even signed Kamala Harris if he, who, she might have been in there signing, him. Who, who the hell knows? I mean, he's, uh, which I thought was really funny, he halted the funding for the construction of Trump's border wall. I agree with that, but I don't think it should have been done through executive order. Uh, I think the border wall is a giant joke, and it was just a big way to passively appease you know, Trump's borders, the handful of which, a very small handful, actually don't like Mexicans. So, yeah, you know, I'm talking about like a mini, 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 tiny little segment of them. Uh, and then reverse the travel ban on Muslim countries. You mean the one that Obama initiated? Get the hell out of here. Obama initiated that. Trump just, you know, he just re-signed it, basically. And they're like, no, Trump said you can't come from a Muslim country. What are you talking about? You don't know anything about history, apparently. I mean, like, two years ago, three, four, five, six years ago history. Uh, And then uh, uh, the CNN wouldn't tell you what it was, but apparently some more progressive policies, they say, dealing with the environment and always he's he's jamming... um, uh, the Paris Climate Accord D back into our A uh, with no lube, and then Fauci, uh, I guess, is leading the uh, the, uh, the the U.S. delegation on it or something, is what CNN said. Uh, for the World Health Organization, he's leading the delegation back to the WHO. So great, let's get back in the WHO. Won't be fooled again. Bullshit! You got fooled again and 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 again. Meet the new boss, same as the old boss. Actually, he's different than the old boss. He's older, and he's more of a husk and more of a shell. And he, Joe Biden is like, his administration, it should just be an homage to John Carpenter, and they live is what it should be. Because this guy, look at this guy, right? And when I'm looking at him, the Secret Service are standing by, and they're talking on the little watches, and they're like, we've got one that can see, and then they're coming after me, right? That's That's what Joe Biden's administration is. And if you look at it, and you see it for what it is, well, John Brennan, he's coming after you. It don't matter if you're smoking a joint with Gary Johnson on the back porch of your house with the barbecue going. They're coming after you because you cannot have fun. This isn't about fun or freedom. It's about safety and security. Who wants liberty? Who want enslavement? Because freedom is slavery. Don't you know that being free and smoking that joint and having that barbecue with Gary Johnson, that's, that's not freedom. That's slavery, my friend. Real freedom is kneeling and rolling your sleeve up and taking the shot. It's bending over and rolling your pants down and taking it up the ass from good old Uncle Sam. It's listening to what CNN's Brian Steltzer tells you because Brian Steltzer definitely ain't a child molester. He's not a child molester. He just looks like he could play a really you know scary child molester in a movie or something. Uh, And then there's like 14 other executive orders, um, you know, lots of reversals on things that that Trump did. I mean, it's just vindictive. It's just ridiculous is what it is. Did Trump get in office and was like, I'm reversing everything Obama did? It's just, it's this, this is, this is, this is reality. This is like a reality television show. This ain't real. This can't be real. This seriously cannot be real. Is this real? This does not feel real to me. This, I look at these pictures. It looks like a, it looks like a movie. So that's what I saw in D.C. I saw a military presence, a real military presence, not a Donald Trump 4th of July celebration of liberty. I saw a military presence in Washington. I saw nobody there. There wouldn't have been anybody there anyway because nobody supports Biden or Harris. Harris polled at like less than 1% with her own party. They don't like her. And... I saw people and heard people say we should round up anyone who liked Trump or anybody who supported his policies. And, and once again, like John Brennan said, it, it ain't just about Trump supporters. He didn't even mention Trump. He's talking about if you're a nationalist, if you like America, they're going to come round you up. If you're a libertarian smoking a joint with Gary Johnson, they're going to come round you up. It looks very similar to insurgency movements that we've seen overseas. Mm-hmm. Where they- you mean like the ones you funded you old, decrepit piece of trash, John Brennan, who, by the way, was supposed to be arrested by Q, but that didn't happen.
1: Germany is in different parts of the country, and they gain strength, and it brings together an unholy alliance frequently of religious
0: religious extremists, authoritarians. can have religion. Oh, authoritarians. Yeah, people that want a fair election are authoritarians. Okay fascist. Oh, fascist. Yeah, fascist. You know, what you know basically the fasci, which is the sticks bound by the by the by the string and they tell you what to do and where you can go just like the martial law in DC. You like those people? It's a race bigots. All oh, you mean bigots, people that do not like people who have different opinions or look different than them, you know, pretty much like the entirety of CNN and the Democratic Party. Well, and the Republican Party, for that matter. Nativists. Nativist, Oh, if you like your own country, you're xenophobic, I guess, of other countries. Yeah, that's that makes sense. Even libertarians. Oh, even libertarians. They're going to come out to libertarians. Did you hear that? You can't smoke weed anymore by yourself in your house or have a barbecue with Gary Johnson. They're going to come after you because you're a threat to democracy when you're one of the only things that represents true constitutional democracy that's left in the political system. Libertarians. Libertarians, admittedly, they're too caught up with smoking weed and they're too caught up with their apathy and their lethargy. But I get it. They want to be left alone. They want to produce. They don't want someone to come in and steal their stuff. I get it. They're like, it makes sense. But I watched that, and uh, I didn't watch any of the inauguration. So I looked at some of these pictures, and I watched a, you know a few things that were said here or there, and I saw checkmate. I saw a capital occupied by soldiers. I saw a capital occupied by soldiers that were put there by you know, security for it is a security force. And did you did you think that, like, China would have Chinese soldiers in Washington for the inauguration? Did did you think that Xi Jinping was going to come out and talk like you waiting for Biden to come out? They're like the 46th president of the United States, Xi Jinping. You know, did you think that was going to happen? No, they Biden's there, and then there's Harris, and then there's nobody else, and then there's some soldiers, and then there's, you know, TV crews, and then that's it. That's that's how liberty dies. And it's not because Trump's out of office, it's just because Trump was like the dynamite that blew the the the, 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 the cover off of the decaying structure of what was left of the Republic. And I'm just, I, I can't, I can't listen to it anymore. I can't just shut up. I can't listen to the, Trump could have done more stuff. He just was surrounded by the swamp. Will you please shut your mouth? You were wrong for four and a half years. QAnon people, a double shut your mouth. You've been wrong. The ideology of Q and the secret, you know, secret agencies that are giving you a secret information. Some guy on YouTube, YouTube Scammer 43 is account. You know, it's just ridiculous. Shut up. It's over. All right? The grift is over. The game is over. The con's over. The scam's over. There ain't no cue. Trump didn't save you. All right? Only thing that Trump's doing right now is having a cheeseburger and hitting golf balls. That's it. All right? And that's all he's going to do for the rest of his life, probably. Oh, he's going to start the Patriot Party. He's going to come back. Well, when the guy had power and had the authority to invoke the Insurrection Act, he didn't do it. So what's he going to do? Start over fresh? He wants to work rags to riches again in a political sense. He wants to destroy his political career and then build it back up again because that's what makes a hero. Are you kidding me? I don't know who's more delusional. Q and Trump supporters are the people that hate Trump. You know, at least the people that hate Trump have one direction hate, hate. It's like the, literally, for that, the last four years have been four minutes of hate. All right, or two minutes of hate, but four four years of hate. It's been Emmanuel Goldstein on the screen, the counterinsurgency of Operation Trust and the Hunter Flowers campaign of Communist Russia and China, and people put their hands in the ear, the ink sock, and they're like, hate, 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 hate. It's like the player haters ball from the Chappelle show, you know? Hate, 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 hate. At least Trump supporters were in a hive or Trump detesters people that detested the guy they were in a hive mind of like anger and 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 vile you know just disgust for no reason just because brian steltzer told him to be upset and they just sat there and they looked at trump for four years and went no no a racist no where where's that weird liberal woman that was crying on the ground when trump was inaugurated because he was a racist where's she at when kamala harris who's who's literal like Recent family were slave owners, recent family, like modern-day slave owners, like literally own slaves today. Where was, where's that woman and all the other hordes of people who think Trump's racist when Kamala Harris literally, after she uh, had sex to advance her political career and had an affair with a guy, she literally, 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 literally put black people in prison for three times the sentence on average than any other group for even nonviolent drug offenses. So please someone tell me where are the angry anti-racists with Kamala Harris? All because she has dark skin. She can't be a racist. You mean like the preachers that the racist eugenicist Margaret Sanger said we were going to use to trick the black community into sterilizing themselves and committing cultural genocide? You mean like that? I know people are concerned. I. Next week, I'm going to do a a week of shows where there's no no mention of any of this crap. Okay, there's the bottom line. There were troops in Washington. They want to round people up if you supported Trump. It's not about Trump. It's basically if you support anything the establishment doesn't want. The media controls your perception, your framed realities, your narratives. Big tech controls the, the, the flow of information. They censor things they don't want. And the soldiers in the inauguration of something that was a questionable election, among other things, is a checkmate. It is 18th century warfare and it is checkmate. And we have no other place to really move our pieces. It's not like, oh, it's over. It's all, it's, well, it's over in one sense, but it ain't because Trump didn't win. It would have been over if Trump won anyway, a second term. All I'd have heard is four more years of, he's draining the swamp, and four more years of, he's a racist. Really? I don't think he's any of those things. I don't think he was anything but a guy who was a good kind of a good business guy. It's just what, what this this illusion it's all the, the, actually what they are are illusions of grandeur. You think, but they're projected. It's not a, you having an illusion of grandeur. People had an illusion of grandeur about Trump. They thought he had some super special powers. He didn't. They thought he was going to save us. He didn't. Nobody ever asked the question, save from want. Save from the same kind of oligarchical power structure that he represented as an integral pillar of it. You mean that? Well, what are you what are you talking about? And now all we're going to hear, and here's my prediction for the next four years: all you're going to hear is everything that's bad was Trump's fault, just like with Bush and Clinton and all the others and Nixon and all of them. You, it's going to everything bad is Trump's fault, and they can keep the grift of coronavirus going indefinitely, and that's all Trump's fault too. Fault too, and. You know, and then when something goes good, that's Biden. You know, that's just this is how it works. That's politics. That's how that's how it goes down. But it's worse with the psych warfare and people like John Brennan. That's basically what it was. The, the, the capital was occupied. America is under international rule. We're going back into the Paris climate deal and we're going to be back into the World Health Organization. And I mean, that really is the who song that really that who that famous who song. Won't get fooled again. That's that's really, I think, the best way to sum the show up tonight. Won't get you won't get fooled again. No, you're gonna get fooled again and 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 again again and again because you're naive, because you're addicted to the opium, the hopium of politics, of the politics. You think it was you think that there's an alliance that got secret information and gave it to some YouTube hacks? Is that what you thought? And you thought Q was gonna arrest everybody? Ah, joke's on you. You got arrested. Your mind got arrested. I'm not talking to you directly as a listener. I'm just saying this and projecting this outward. That's reality. I saw the Capitol occupied. I see this husk of a thing that can't speak. And I see a John Carpenter film. That's what I see. I see a John Carpenter film. I see no people, no support, no inaugural balls, no alcohol, no dancing, no singing, I saw the witch, Lady Gaga. She sang apparently because she doesn't have COVID. I think Garth Brooks sang. It was literally a Hunger Games presentation with Joe Biden, who who's going to open the border wider than Kamala Harris's legs, you know, for political power. And Biden stand up there ripping the border. We're going to rip the border wall down. We're going to rip the border itself open. We're giving amnesty to 11 million illegals. Well, they're people too. They are. But we have a system of government that allows us to be more free and more successful and more prosperous than any country in the history of the world, arguably. And it's because we have a system of laws that we abide by. And if you remove those laws, it ain't going to be a good system for anybody, including those 11 million people that could have come to the country legally. You understand? It's not about race. But people that are naive and people that are narrow-minded and people that are true bigots make it about race because people like Joe Biden, that guy could literally, if I made a movie about the Civil War, that guy, I would cast him to play a slave owner uh, of like a southern plantation. He looks like a plantation owner from the South in like the early 1800s. I'm not being hyperbolic. That's what Joe Biden looks like. Brian Stelzer looks like It the Clown. And John Brennan looks like a demon. His face is melting Like, you know, David Rockefeller. That's who these people are. That's who they are. It's one big joke. Everybody got conned. We won't be fooled again. Well, we will be fooled again and again and again and again. And I guess the way that we don't get fooled and the solution to all this is to realize that it's a John Carpenter film, laugh at the cheesiness of it. And if you're a family person, spend more time with your family, disconnect from the news, grow a garden. You know, have a nice cup of tea, read a book. I don't know, learn something, grow. I want to do some shows next week where we we focus on uh, topics that are so unrelated to this that it's it's just an, a different reality, or really, it's actual reality. All right, I don't want to. I don't want to be focused on this forever. Uh, I just I I can't deal with it, and I think that might have been part of the grift to begin with, just to get people to give up and say, you know, like. Like Ground Zero, this loudspeaker spoke up and said, give up, give up, give up. And I'm not, I'm not giving up. I think it's kind of funny. I feel like I see what's going on. But as, uh, as they're telling us all this, this is what you, it's not just Joe Biden. This is what you hear from everybody. This is what you hear. You hear this right here.
1: I love democracy. I love the republic.
0: Oh, yeah. I love democracy. I love the republic. Why does everybody have a boner for democracy? You ever wondered that? Why? Because democracy is mob rule, right? And like Alexander Teitler said, people can realize they can vote themselves, largesse from the treasury, and then they'll always vote for that. How about a republic, if you can keep it, as Benjamin Franklin said, a republic because a republic preserves democracy. You get that? If you don't have a republic, you can't have true democracy. You only have a mob rule of psychopaths That run around in black hoods and vandalize businesses, and CNN calls it a peaceful protest. And people that say, hey, we think that the election should be uh, looked at a little deeper, and they say that's insurgency. Welcome to the New World Order. Welcome to the Great Reset. Happily named after the Great Leap Forward. Welcome to QAnon, Operation Trust. The plan, that is. I'm Ryan Gable. This is The Secret Teachings. Coming up next will be either more Fringe FM or in the second hour of The Secret Teachings, it'll be this last 45 minutes played over again. And that's all that I saw. A little bit of a different show tonight. I really don't have a point other than just observation. And that's it. Tomorrow night, I uh, hope we have Stephen Cambian on. If we don't have Stephen Cambian, we're going to do a fun show tomorrow night right here on The Secret Teachings, Monday through Friday on The Fringe FM. Contact us at rdgable at yahoo.com, facebook.com forward slash the secret teachings. Our website, www.thesecretteachings.info, is where you can subscribe to the archive. Right now, you'll get access to the archive, the montages, my digital books, and more, only for $40. That's at www.thesecretteachings.info, or use the PayPal email, rdgable at yahoo.com. All right, there's, there's no more Q, there's no more Trump. There's just a d- dementia-ridden geriatric guy in the White House who controls just about as much as Trump now controls, not being president. Nothing. I'm Ryan Gable. This is the Secret Teachings. Stay safe, stand firm. Don't be afraid. Read a book. Cook something to eat. Grow a garden. Watch a funny movie. I don't know. Disconnect from this this John Carpenter film. That's what I suggest. I'll talk to you in the next broadcast.
1: system where the politicians sit down and discuss the problem. Agree what's in the best interest of all the people, and then do it. That's exactly what we do. The, the trouble is that people don't always agree. Well, then they should be made to. By whom? Who's going to make them? I don't know. Someone. You? Of course not me. But someone. Someone wise. Sounds an awful lot like a dictatorship to me.
0: I'm your host, Ryan Gable, and you're listening to The Secret Teachings on the Fringe FM. When I began radio about 10 years ago, WPRK Rollins College, 91.5 FM, I used to quote a man named Alexander Fraser Teitler. I think for a while I thought his name was Tyler, but Teitler is his last name. I actually had a couple of listeners, multiple listeners, send me this quote, and uh, someone recommended I read it on air, and I agree. This is a great quote to read. A democracy cannot exist as a permanent form of government. It can only exist until the voters discover that they can vote themselves largesse from the public treasury. From that moment on, the majority always votes for the candidates promising the most benefits from the public treasury, with the result that a democracy always collapses over loose fiscal policy, always followed by a dictatorship. The average age of the world's greatest civilizations has been 200 years. These nations have progressed through this sequence and this is the sequence, from bondage to spiritual faith, from spiritual faith to great courage, from courage to liberty, from liberty to abundance. That points maybe like late 1700s, early 1800s, into the early 1900s, from abundance to selfishness, from selfishness to apathy. And we reached that a couple of years ago, last decade, Last two decades, from apathy to dependence, we became far more dependent on a welfare system, far more dependent on government and even corporations and media to tell us what's reality and tell us how to think, and then from dependence back into bondage because we depend on those people so much that we just keep moving closer and closer and closer and closer and closer closer to a state in which the telescreen instructs us to do our exercises in the morning and there's no more sex because the orgasm has been eliminated. I know you might think that's hyperbolic and extreme and that it has nothing to do with politics, but you do know and you do realize that Aldous Huxley's A Brave New World is not coming true because someone's trying to fulfill a prophecy. It's not coming true because Huxley was just a great imagineer. It's coming true because elitists like Huxley and elitists like Bill Gates, who now owns all the farmland in the world, basically. This guy just owns the world with Klaus Schwab and all these other aliens. They just, they, they, they're in control, and they get to tell you how to live your life, and they get to dictate to you what's, what's reality. And if you're in Germany and you say, I don't believe people are dying of COVID-19, they put you in a camp now. That's funny, isn't it? And in the United States of America, there's a, there's a, a law here in New York State being passed or it's, it's in-house right now, to re- literally do the same thing, round people and put them in camps. Same thing in, Cal- in Canada. And it's just like, you do, you do realize historically, like if you were to read, I read a lot of Chinese communist history, and although Mao Zedong called the Great Leap Forward the Great Leap Forward, nobody really knew what they were a part of at the time. And we can look at any history, like the morning of Pearl Harbor, you know, sailors didn't see those planes coming in and blowing ships up, and thought, "Damn, this is Pearl Harbor. This day is going to live in infamy." They were terrified for their lives, and they tried to fight back, and a lot of people died. Nobody thought this is Pearl Harbor, and they started documenting at that moment, like what when you say Pearl Harbor, like 9-11, Pearl Harbor, that's what it means. Like you say Vietnam, what's the Vietnam War, or the war in Korea, or whatever it might be, and likewise, when you think about. The inauguration of Joe Biden cut Joe Biden, this empty husk, this empty shell, out of the equation. Okay, that you want. People have asked me to give my interpretation of this, and I would also like to give my interpretation. I've got 35 minutes to do it, special show tonight, and then this will replay. And if it already replayed, you're listening to the second part. It will be uh, up for free on Facebook tomorrow and from here on out. Here's what I saw. I saw a number of components at the inauguration that, to me, looked like something from 17th, 18th century warfare. That's what I saw. Maybe you ask, what do you mean by that? Well, here's what I saw. I saw a capital that was void of citizens, which is really great for Joe Biden because nobody would have come had there not been a lockdown in D.C. and had there not been martial law. So that worked out really great for the Biden campaign and the mainstream media because nobody would have showed up for the inauguration. Oh, that's speculative. No, it's it's a damn fact because over the last year, every single presentation that guy gave, when he wasn't in a basement with his face in a mask, literally nobody showed up. Like one of the big ones he had, there were like four pickup trucks and everybody else was from the media. One one thing he did, there were like twelve people there, you know. So cut Biden out of this and you look at the inauguration, there's nobody there, okay? And that's because they shut it down because of potential violence. There were, I've read 20, I read 20, I checked again before the show, 25, some, some estimates upwards of 40 with police. National Guard and police, 20 to 40,000 of them in Washington, D.C., in the district of the Dove, the district of Colombre, Colombia. That many soldiers, that many armed people to protect the, the new president, you know, the, the president-elect as he's, as he's inaugurated. You ever heard of the Nuremberg rallies, you know, in the 30s? You know, I don't like to rag on Hitler as much as I do Stalin or Mao because nobody knows who Stalin or Mao is or they have tattoos of Stalin on them and they think Stalin's a great guy. But, you know, the Nuremberg rallies, if you just, you know, want to look them up, you could type in Nuremberg rally, Nazi party. Nuremberg rallies, Nuremberg meetings, they were held uh, even before Hitler came into office. But they were held after Hitler came into office as these big propaganda events to reinforce, you know, the enthusiasm of the party and to showcase how wonderful the Nazi Party was to Germany. And and arguably so, the Nazi Party rebuilt Germany. Uh Hitler rebuilt Germany. The people's car, the Volkswagen, the Autobahn, uh new technologies. Like hell, we're we're reading about things today in the twenty first century that Hitler was doing in like the thirties and forties with people like Albert Speer and others. Like they were developing technologies that were vastly superior to things that you saw in science fiction, you know, in the eighties and nineties. So they did really great stuff for Germany. On the other hand, communist regimes, they just take all the wealth and they, they sail out because they're like pirates. But this isn't about Nazism or communism. It's about Washington, D.C. being filled with police and soldiers to the point where it looked like a Nuremberg rally, at least to me. It kind of looked like just the theme of it, the idea that there are so many soldiers there. Now, you might look at that and say, well, that's for protection. We, ha- we have to understand there was an insurrection at the Capitol. Well, sure, keep telling yourself that and... Keep listening to what Brian Stelzer has to say on CNN. Keep listening to what Brian Stelzer has to say, that weird it clown guy, and Don Lemon, the guy that cries at bars and gets in fights. Listen to what these paid hacks that work for foreign governments have to say. And don't listen or look at what happened for yourself. Don't listen to your intuition that says that's not an insurrection. That's a guy walking in between a velvet rope. That's not insurrection. Don't 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 mind the Antifa riots last night in Seattle where they broken and vandalized Democratic headquarters. Did that confuse you a little bit? Why is Antifa attacking Democratic headquarters? Why? Because they're anarchists. They're not Democrats. They're not liberals. They're not anything. They want to destroy all government. Did you see that? In, I think it was in Seattle. They, they spray paint F Biden on the Democratic headquarters. They don't want Biden to be president. Are you? Did you think they did? You think they were going to go away? No, Antifa is here to stay. Antifa is a communist mercenary-like group. They're the Red Guards. You know, that's what they are. Historically, anyway, that's just it's a what do you think Q was? Trust the plan. Well, what did the Bolsheviks do in the early 20s? They did Operation Trust. Operation Trust. Trust the plan where they used it was a counterinsurgency insurgency to find people that disagreed with communism. And then they rounded them up. That's what the hundred flowers campaign was all about. I did a show like uh, less than a year ago called The Hundred Flowers President. And of course, you know, that made people mad. You are saying bad stuff about Trump. No, what I'm saying is Trump as a figurehead was basically a hundred flowers president. It 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 weeded out all the people who stood for constitutional democracy in the republic and it allowed for communist hacks like Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez who doesn't even know how many how, how many, you know, representatives from each state there are in Congress or the Senate or what that's based on. This woman doesn't even know She's worse than Joe Biden in a way. She has no clue where she's at. You know, she's chopping up sweet potatoes in her kitchen on her little TikTok video, telling people you shouldn't have kids anymore, while she lives in a, you know, a, a giant apartment and with all this millions and millions of dollars and money, and has like four thousand dollar suits, but then tells you you're bad for wanting to have kids. These these oligarchical uh, psychopaths, eugenicists. Um, I'm digressing from the point, but I think you get my point. Like it's. It's a hunger game scenario, you know? It, it, the Capitol was filled with troops, okay? Nobody was there. There's no humans there that aren't in military gear or aren't working for the new administration. All right, everybody else is they cleaned it out. Then they put up big fences around the Capitol building, huge fences, big fences, big like eight foot, ten foot tall fences, big barbed wire fence, because you wouldn't want peaceful protesters to demonstrate um I would have I would have put money on there actually being more Trump supporters there protesting Biden than there would have been Biden supporters supporting Biden. So they couldn't have that. Gotta put the fences up, lock it all down. So you've got this military show of force. And that that made me think like I I am I'm I'm glad it's all I'm glad the Trump administration's over because the Trump people can hopefully shut their mouths and the Democratic people can hopefully please God shut their mouths. I'm so tired of hearing about it. Uh maybe we could relate. Remember that that Fourth of July celebration where Trump was like, "I love America," and there were some soldiers that they had, right? And there was like some police, and they're like, "This is a this is a show of military force. This is what Kim Jong Un would do. This is what Stalin would well, they don't say Stalin. This is what Hitler would have done, really." Well, they just literally cleaned out the Capitol and filled it with soldiers for the inauguration of Biden. So that's the first thing I saw. And then I remember because. I don't drink fluoride and I don't eat food colorings and I don't eat meat and I don't take toxic pharmaceutical drugs. I remember the presidential debate between Hillary and, and and not Obama, excuse me, Hillary and, um, and Trump and the, the classic, like one of the best debate scenes ever, although it was, it's all staged and fake anyway, apparently because Trump wasn't your savior surprise where Trump's like, yeah, Because you'd be in jail. Remember that? When Hillary Clinton says, she's like, yeah, well, you want this, this witch. She's like, do you want this man in charge of the department of justice? And he's like, of course, because you'd be in jail. And he like drops the mic, (laughs) like walks off stage. well, I remember watching the CNN analysis of that because I couldn't analyze it for myself because I'm a dumb CNN viewer. So I had to listen to these psychopaths on CNN explain it to me. And one guy actually said, "I remember this so vividly." They're sitting in like these director chairs, and they're like, "Trump saying that he would put Hillary Clinton in jail." This is just like they do, they do something like this. They actually did mention Russia. He said, "Do something like this in Stalinist Russia, Nazi Germany," or and the one the, the guy said. This is something that, like, Mao Zedong would have done. I mean, this is basically what Mao Zedong did. I was like, really? That's what Mao Zedong did? Mao Zedong killed 65 to 80 million people. Trump said, I'll investigate you and put you in jail if you committed crimes. But that's all a big joke because him and Hillary are good friends. Maybe you don't buy that. Maybe you don't buy all the pictures and all the longtime Democratic donations Maybe you don't buy the fact that Trump is just a guy that makes money, likes fast food, likes hot women, and he likes to spray paint himself orange. Maybe you don't buy all that. Maybe he's a really good guy fighting for the alliance in some galactic confederation. Maybe you buy that because it's just the easier thing to do, and it makes a lot of money for some people. I live in reality. It's been a setup from the beginning. It was a giant joke, and because some of us can think for ourselves, we thought when we heard the news commentators say that, we're like, I don't really think Trump's like a tongue. What are you talking about? All he did was say, I would put you in jail if you committed crimes. Like, that's reasonable, right? Or when Trump said, because it's in the Constitution, you know, that you have an authority as president to send federal troops in to protect federal property. That's not just a, like, like a right. That's a duty of the president. And they're like, you can't send federal troops into Oregon. We want your troops out of here, right? The mayor says that. The governor says that. And then the mayor the other day got punched in the face by Antifa because they're anarchists. And, um, you know, they burned Portland to the ground pretty much. They just destroyed that city. Seattle's destroyed. I'm sure Olympia, Washington's a nightmare. I'm sorry if you live there. You know, Orlando's, I know, uh, Austin, Texas, Rochester, New York, New York City. Oh, my God. They had like an eye of Sauron rotating that red light in the sky. There's like... Eh, and eh, eh, like red alert emergency, there's COVID everywhere. You remember that? That was like a year and a half ago or something. So where I'm going with this, my brain's just all over the place is like, there's troops in the Capitol, right? All over the place. They're in they're 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 the national mall. The, you know, they're at the Lincoln Memorial, the Jefferson Memorial. They're all over the place. There's like 40,000 troops, soldiers, police everywhere. And, they're talking about. Did you hear the C, the former CIA director today? The former CIA director said, "Well, let's just listen to what here. Listen to what he said. They're going to round up libertarians now because you just let these psychopaths. You, they're they're like, all right, we gotta we gotta ban Alex Jones because he said one time, you know, point two percent of his show, according to Google Analytics, he mentioned Sandy Hook. That's too much. We need to ban him. And then people are like, that's okay." I get it. That Sandy Hook was bad. People shouldn't be allowed to say it. Censor him. Shut him up. We don't like what he's saying. And then they come for, like, other people and other people and other people and other people. And then there's nobody left to protect you, right? Remember the uh, the famous quote? Uh, we'll go back to Nazi Germany. The famous poem by Martin Niemueller. Well, they, they came for a lot of people. But, see you don't stand up and do what's right, then what happens is nothing good. Look, they'll come for communists, which I agreed with. Yeah, the Germans went after the communists for a a, a good reason. But Nemoeller was not a communist, so he didn't speak out. Then he came for socialists, which is funny because they were national socialists, but they came for, like, the real socialists and then the trade unionists. But he wasn't one of those, so he didn't speak out. Then they came for some... Another large myth, but they came for all the Jews. That's not true. There were high-ranking Jews in Hitler's military. Uh, don't want to talk about that. That's You can look that up in the New York Times even. But they came for Jews, but he wasn't Jewish, so he didn't do anything. And then they came for him, but there was no one left to speak for him. So bye. Get out of here. Bye. You're going to jail. So I find that interesting that this is John Brennan, former CIA director, On national television, just being like, yeah, we're going to round some people up. Don't worry about AOC, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, that socialist commie piece of trash. She's like, we need to have lists. Are we keeping track of these Trump supporters so we can we can prosecute them? Maybe prosecute them for having political opinions that are different than yours. Here's John Brennan. On the
1: call, I was thinking today that uh, this is the most relaxed I've been uh, in the course of many <laughs> inaugurations I've watched because I'm not responsible for it. But I can tell you that when I was in the government, I was I had white knuckles because yeah. of the nature of the threats. But it's so much more difficult today because of what we have seen not just over the last two weeks, but that certainly has riveted our attention. But because of this growth in polarization in the United States and domestic violence in white supremacist groups, ha. Huh looking forward that the members of the, the Biden team who have been nominated or have been appointed are now moving in laser-like fashion to try to uncover as much as they can about what looks very similar to insurgency movements that we've seen overseas. <laughs> insurgency movements, yeah. In different parts of the country, and they gain strength, and it brings together an unholy alliance frequently. Here it is of religious, religious extremists, authoritarians, fascists, bigots, uh, racists, nativists, uh, even libertarians.
0: And all of it right there, people that are religious, people that are nationalists. People, In other words, people that want to practice their religion freely, that's protected by the First Amendment, but Brennan doesn't believe in the Constitution because he's a literal communist, like he voted for the Communist Party, he's a member, or at least was a member of the Communist Party. He, he armed rebel groups in the Middle East and then has the audacity to say that people who disagreed with the election results were somehow insurrectionists, despite the fact that people like him for four years complained that Trump didn't win the first election, that Putin won the first election. Unbelievable, right? But then he says libertarians. What did libertarians do? Libertarians are on like a farm growing like carrots, you know, hanging out, smoking weed with Gary Johnson at a barbecue. Right. I actually know some people that had a barbecue and smoke weed with Gary Johnson. So it's like that's Gary Johnson smoking weed and having a barbecue. And then John Brennan's like, we're going to come after you because you're an insurrectionist. See, that's what happens when you step back and then you step back again. And it's always there's always that line like Jordan Peterson talked about that. He said, you draw this line in the sand where you refuse to acquiesce anymore. And people say, hey, 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 whoa well, you can't do that. That's arbitrary. And he says, well, yes, there's a line of arbitrary. There's a level of arbitrariness to it. But it, the line has to be drawn, because if you don't draw the line, for those of you who have like a giant hard on for being anti-Hitler. Uh, what happens is if you want to go by the official narrative, which is only half true, as far as I can read in history, um, they come for people and nobody does anything. And then they bring the trains in and nobody does anything because it's all good. And then they put you on the trains and they say, we're taking you to a safe place. Right. And then if you make it because you didn't die in the train from starvation or, uh, exposure or whatever, then you make it to the destination and then, you know, you get murdered in a camp. Um, And then even then, when you're in the camp, it's like, well, things couldn't get worse. Let's just do what the guards are telling us, and then let's just get in the chamber, and then let's just take all of our clothes off, and then, you know, that's what happens. You know that. And that's not to scare you. That's just like, I'm kind of excited the history is repeating itself. I feel a little vindicated. Hallelujah, Trump's gone. Finally, QAnon, shut up. All the Democrats, shut up. Can we just, can you just like bring back hockey with fans? You know, can you just bring the bread and circuses back where I don't have to be vaccinated with some highly toxic chemical or some experimental DARPA mRNA vaccine that the Chinese cooked up in a laboratory funded by Fauci and Obama? Can you please just bring back hockey so I can go to a game and cheer when somebody scores a goal without having to have a vaccine? Just bring that back and I'll be a little bit happier. But no, bread and circuses are there to keep you inoculated, From consciousness. That's what the bread and circuses are all about. And they're going to get more intense. But then the bread and circuses, as they get more intense, and they have been, they'll start to disappear. I mean, that's really where we're at. The bread and circuses are disappearing. That's why I'd, I'd like hockey to come back where there's actual fans. You know, they disappear. Because once the state, historically, has control, there's no need for bread and circuses anymore when the dictatorship takes effect, right? When the oligarchs come to blatant public power, there's no need for bread and circuses, because what are you going to do? If you disagree with them, John Brennan's going to send armed soldiers to your house to shoot you or put you in a COVID camp. If you disagree with Fauci, or if you just question, like, hey, can I see the vaccine insert? And they shoot you, right? they got to give you the vaccine because they'll get the money out of that. Then they'll shoot you. Now, see, that might sound hyperbolic. I'm not saying you're going to get shot. What do you... people like they go to the, the furthest extreme i'm not saying that there aren't going to be soldiers at your door tomorrow life's going to be exactly the same tomorrow as it was today as it was last week when trump was in office your life's not going to change the only difference is you might have to not, not have to listen to some liberals cry their eyes out about how there's an orange man in the white house oh my god he's a racist really that guy's a racist you know how many rappers and like like remember all the rap songs where people would like shout out donald trump what about, like, how about, like, uh, all the black supporters, like, disproportionately had more black support than Obama did? I'm not talking about the, the the black person that you know is a friend that you keep as a token black person because you're a good liberal. I mean, like, on average, the black community in every community of color, if you want to call them that, supported Donald Trump compared to Obama or McCain or Bush or any of these psychopaths. So maybe they'll be quiet, but life's going to be pretty much the same. You know, it's like Bill Burr said. He said... Nothing changes from administration to administration. He's like, I'm still going to go in this. He's like, you could still go in the kitchen right now and make a sandwich. He's like, Bush didn't make that sandwich for you. Obama didn't make that. You made that sandwich. You made that sandwich and you can eat that sandwich. They're not going to do it for you. Life's going to be the same, ladies and gentlemen. Nothing's going to change. Nothing's going to. Well, not nothing's drastically going to change. It'll be an incremental, slow, torturous process as it has been for the last, you know, roughly 100 years, 107 years since the Federal Reserve you know or you can isolate any other day in history that changed the course of american you know politics or whatever so i saw soldiers i saw a lot of soldiers i saw brennan and aoc and others say we need to have lists of trump supporters to round them up that's what they're saying that's not what i'm saying and they're talking about rounding up people like gary johnson who just want to smoke a smoke a joint and eat a, eat a cheeseburger or something i mean jesus christ these people are psychotic and and hi- historically, what happens? Nobody fights back. Everybody just goes along with it because maybe if we maybe if we get on the train, they'll leave us alone. Maybe if we take off all our jewelry, they'll leave us alone. Maybe if we take our clothes off, they'll leave us alone. Maybe if we shave our heads and we'll leave us alone. And maybe if we get into that shower, they'll leave us alone. Maybe if we breathe this gas in, they'll leave us. You know, that's what happens. And a few people historically who have backbones and balls actually do something about it, you know. But that, that's considered a call to violence. You're not allowed to have a call to violence. You're not allowed to have a call to thought. See, that's what's dangerous. They start with the violence. Like, we all agree, we don't want violence. Who wants violence unless you're John Brennan, an armed, you know, terrorist. Terrorist. On record, like officially, armed terrorists during the Obama administration should be in jail for treason, just like Obama should be in jail for treason for selling the country out to numerous other countries. And by the way, didn't Obama tell Putin on a hot mic, wait until I'm not president anymore, and then I'll be able to do a lot more for you? Remember that? That doesn't matter, though. Where is Putin, by the way? I where I thought Putin was going to help Trump win a second term. Where's that that conspiracy theory just vanished? Suddenly, the Russians can't hack us anymore. Right? Just gone. Vanish. There's no such thing as hacking anymore. So there's lots of troops in D.C. That's what I saw. And I saw people wanting to round up anybody who disagreed. And I saw what amounted to 18th century warfare. You know, there was a time in American history where the British occupied Philadelphia. And typically, in 18th century warfare, that would mean that you won. You, you, you won the battle. You won the war. But the American Revolution was a little different. It wasn't like the British fighting the French, or like an established country. It was they were fighting, you know, their own people in a sense. In, in a sense. Maybe not ideologically, but the British were later pushed out of Philadelphia and the capital. And, you know, I, I saw that in Washington, D.C. I saw that in Washington. I saw a capital that was not under siege from... Trump-supported. I saw Capitol under siege by an inauguration. I saw fences and barbed wire. I saw police. I saw soldiers. I saw guns and ammunition. I saw threats that if anybody, anyone, tries to enter the area of Washington, D.C., you will be subject to search and seizure. You'll be subject to imprisonment. You'll be subject to all these authoritarian, martial law things, I saw a checkmate on America. Now, I'm not one of the people that I'm going to tell you, well, Trump's out of office now, so there's no more in the United States of America. But I will tell you that when they pulled the plug to what was left of the republic, Trump stood in the way of the plug, so you couldn't see the plug draining. And he said he was going to drain the swamp. And then the swamp got bigger and much more powerful because Trump represented the passive resistance of a flower power movement. And Q represented Operation Trust, i.e., Trust the Plan, and the Hundred Flowers campaign to find the people that would not participate, to pull out all the Jedi's and all the people that loved the Republic. And love democracy. And while they were doing that. Palpatine the senator. Was standing there saying. "Ah, I love democracy. I, I love the republic. And then you know. The next scene. In order to form a more perfect. You know a more secure society. The republic will be reorganized. Into the first galactic empire. For a safe. And secure society. I remember when uh, Palpatine, uh, Palpatine issued uh, Order 6-6. Execute Order 6-6. And then they shot all the senators who opposed the Sith rule. They shot all the people that opposed the overthrow of the Republic. They shot everybody. It was metaphoric. You know, you get rid of anybody who who, who opposes you. I mean, it is like if you took a class on communist overthrows, Like, it doesn't matter where, North Korea, Venezuela, you name it. This is textbook. Because what they've done is they've initiated their mob violence in the streets. They've controlled people's perception through media, so they believe that the Black Lives Matter Antifa anarchist groups are actually fighting for social justice, so don't criticize them. And that's the cover so they can burn businesses down and then ultimately even attack the things that supported them and gave them power and gave them... You know the leisure to do whatever they wanted. They're attacking democratic headquarters now because they ain't democrats. They're they're not they're not they're not Americans. They hate America. They were burning America. Did you see that? They were burning American flags in the street of Seattle last night. Are you kidding me? But that's not insurrection. That's not treason. That's not that's not sedition. That's mostly a peaceful protest. CNN says, and then they censor. You know, Trump's a representation of this. They censored the president, so he has no social media to to connect with people. They censor you, so you have no ability to communicate. They censor information, but they'll allow certain information to stay. They're like QAnon because it was part of the plan, right? The real plan. And all the Q people that got rounded up, it's kind of funny. The people that were getting rounded up, that, that was the mass arrest. Joke's on you. The mass arrest was all the Q supporters. That's the mass arrest. That's the mass arrest. And once the censorship is virtually complete in the sense that the average person doesn't even have access now to reality, everything is put into the memory hole. And the process proceeds in reducing language to the point where we're unable to communicate. All this has already been done, but now it's fast-tracked. And now... Joe Biden today sat in the Oval Office with a stack of black bound papers, executive orders, 17 executive orders to be exact, and just started signing his geriatric signature away. Joe Biden, Joe Biden, he probably signed, you know, signed Bo Jiden a couple times, or he might have even signed Kamala Harris. if he, She might have been in there signing him. Who, who the hell knows? I mean, he's, uh, which I thought was really funny. He halted the funding for the construction of Trump's border wall. I agree with that, but I don't think it should have been done through executive order. Uh, I think the border wall is a giant joke, and it was just a big way to passively appease, you know, Trump's borders. The handful of which, a very small handful, actually don't like Mexicans. So, yeah, you know, I'm talking about like a mini, 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 tiny little segment of them. Uh, And then reverse the travel ban on Muslim countries. You mean the one that Obama initiated? Get the hell out of here. Obama initiated that. Trump just, you know, he just re-signed it, basically. And they're like, no, tr- Trump said you can't come from a Muslim country. What are you talking about? You don't know anything about history, apparently. I mean, like, two years ago, three, four, five, six years ago history. Uh, and then uh, uh, I, I, the CNN wouldn't tell you what it was, but apparently some more progressive policies, they say, dealing with the environment. And oh, he's, he's, he's jamming um, uh, the Paris Climate Accord D- Back into our A uh, with no lube. And then Fauci, uh, I guess, is leading the uh, the uh, the U.S. delegation on it or something is what CNN said. Uh, for the World Health Organization, he's leading the delegation back to the WHO. So great, let's get back in the WHO. Won't be fooled again. Bullshit. You got fooled again and 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 again. And again. Meet the new boss. Same as the old boss. Actually, he's different than the old boss. He's older and he's more of a husk and more of a shell. And he, Joe Biden is like, his administration, it should just be an homage to John Carpenter. And they live is what it should be. Because this guy, look at this guy, right? And when I'm looking at him, the Secret Service are standing by and they're talking on the little watches. and They're like, we've got one that can see. And then they're coming after me, right? That's, that's what Joe Biden's administration is. And if you look at it and you see it for what it is, well, John Brennan, he's coming after you. It don't matter if you're smoking a joint with Gary Johnson on the back porch of your house with the barbecue going. They're coming after you because you cannot have fun. This isn't about fun or freedom. It's about safety and security. Who wants liberty? One want enslavement, because freedom is slavery. Don't you know that being free and smoking that joint and having that barbecue with Gary Johnson, that's, that's not freedom, that's slavery, my friend. Real freedom is kneeling and rolling your sleeve up, and taking the shot. It's bending over and rolling your pants down, and taking it up the ass from good old Uncle Sam. It's listening to what CNN's Brian Steltzer tells you, because Brian Steltzer definitely ain't a child molester. He's not a child molester. He just looks like he could play a really, you know, scary child molester in a movie or something. Uh, and then there's like 14 other executive orders, Um, you know, Lots of reversals on things that that Trump did. I mean, it's just vindictive. It's just ridiculous, is what it is. Did Trump get in office and was like, "I'm reversing everything Obama did"? It's just, it's this. This is this is the, this is reality. This is like a reality television show. This ain't re- this can't be real. This seriously cannot be real. Is this real? This does not feel real to me. This I look at these pictures. It looks like a it looks like a movie. So that's what I saw in D.C. I saw a military presence a real military presence, not a Donald Trump 4th of July celebration of liberty. I saw a military presence in Washington. I saw nobody there. There wouldn't have been anybody there anyway because nobody supports Biden or Harris. Harris polled at like less than 1% with her own party. They don't like her. And I saw people and heard people say we should round up anyone who liked Trump or anybody who supported his policies. And and once again, like John Brennan said, it, it ain't just about Trump supporters, he didn't even mention Trump, he's talking about if you're a nationalist, if you like America, they're going to come round you up. If you're a libertarian smoking a joint with Gary Johnson, they're going to come round you up.
1: It looks very similar to insurgency movements that we've seen overseas. Mm-hmm.
0: Where they- you mean like the ones you funded, you old decrepit piece of trash, John Brennan, who, by the way, was supposed to be arrested by Q, but that didn't happen.
1: German- in different parts of a country, and they gain strength, and it brings together an
0: unholy alliance, frequently, of religious ex- religious extremists, authoritarians can have religion. Oh, authoritarians, yeah, people that want a fair election are authoritarians. Okay, fascists, Oh, fascists, yeah, fascists. You know what? You know, basically, the fasci, which is the sticks bound by the by the by the string, and they tell you what to do and where you can go, just like the martial law in D.C. You like those people? It's a race. Bigots. Oh, you mean bigots, people that do not like people who have different opinions or look different than them, you know, pretty much like the entirety of CNN and the Democratic Party. Well, and the Republican Party, for that matter. Nativists. Nativists. Oh, if you like your own country, you're xenophobic, I guess, of other countries. Yeah, that's that makes sense. Even libertarians. Oh, even libertarians. They're going to come out to libertarians. Did you hear that? You can't smoke weed anymore by yourself in your house or have a barbecue with Gary Johnson. They're going to come after you because you're a threat to democracy when you're one of the only things that represents true constitutional democracy that's left in the political system. Libertarians. Libertarians, admittedly, they're too caught up with smoking weed and they're too caught up with their apathy and their lethargy. But I get it. They want to be left alone. They want to produce. They don't want someone to come in and steal their stuff. I get it. They're like, it makes sense. But I watched that, and uh, I didn't watch any of the inauguration. stuff. So I looked some of these pictures, and I watched a, you know a few things that were said here or there, and I saw checkmate. I saw a capital occupied by soldiers. I saw a capital occupied by soldiers that were put there by, you know, security for it It is a security force and did you did you think that like china would have chinese soldiers in washington for the inauguration did did you think that Xi Jinping ping was going to come out and talk like you're waiting for biden to come out they're like the 46th president of the united states Xi Jinping. ping you know did you think that was going to happen no they Biden's there and then there's Harris and then there's nobody else and then there's some soldiers and then there's, you know, TV crews and then that's it. That's that's how liberty dies. And it's not because Trump's out of office. It's just because Trump was like the dynamite that blew the 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 cover off of the decaying structure of what was left of the republic. And I'm just, I I can't, I can't listen to it anymore. I can't just shut up. I can't listen to the Trump could have done more stuff. He just was surrounded by the swamp. Will you please shut your mouth? You were wrong for four and a half years. QAnon people, a double shut your mouth. You've been wrong. The ideology of Q and the secret, you know, secret agencies that are giving you a secret information. Some guy on YouTube, YouTube scammer 43 is account. You know, it's just ridiculous. Shut up. It's over. All right. The grift is over. The game is over. The con's over. The scam's over. There ain't no cue. Trump didn't save you. All right. Only thing that Trump's doing right now is having a cheeseburger and hitting golf balls. That's it. All right. And that's all he's going to do for the rest of his life, probably. Oh, he's going to start the Patriot Party. He's going to come back. Well, when the guy had power and had the authority to invoke the Insurrection Act, he didn't do it. So what's he going to do? Start over fresh? He wants to work rags to riches again in a political sense. He wants to destroy his political career and then build it back up again because that's what makes a hero. Are you kidding me? I don't know who's more delusional, Q and Trump supporters or the people that hate Trump. You know, at least the people that hate Trump have one direction: hate, hate. It's like the, literally for that the last four years have been four minutes of hate. All right. Or two minutes of hate, but four four years of hate, it's been Emmanuel Goldstein on the screen, the counterinsurgency of Operation Trust and the Hunter Flowers campaign of communist Russia in China. And people put their hands in the ear, the ink sock. And they're like, hate, 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 hate. It's like the player haters ball from the Chappelle show. You know, hate, 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 hate. At least Trump supporters were in a hive or Trump. Detesters, people that detested the guy, they were in a hive mind of like anger and, and, and vile, you know, just disgust for no reason, just because Brian Steltzer told him to be upset. And they just sat there and they looked at Trump for four years and went, no, no, a racist. No. Where, where's that weird liberal woman that was crying on the ground when Trump was inaugurated because he was a racist? Where's she at? When Kamala Harris, who's, who's literal like, Recent family were slave owners, recent family, like modern-day slave owners, like literally own slaves today. Where was, where's that woman and all the other hordes of people who think Trump's a racist? When Kamala Harris literally, after she uh, had sex to advance her political career and had an affair with a guy, she literally, 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 literally put black people in prison for three times the sentence on average than any other group for even nonviolent drug offenses. So please someone tell me, where are the angry anti-racists with Kamala Harris? All because she has dark skin. She can't be a racist. You mean like the preachers that the racist eugenicist Margaret Sanger said we were going to use to trick the black community into sterilizing themselves and committing cultural genocide? The, you mean like that? I know people are concerned. I <sighs> Next week, I'm going to do a, a week of shows where there's no there's no mention of any of this crap. Okay, there's the bottom line. There were troops in Washington. They want to round people up if you supported Trump. It's not about Trump. It's basically if you support anything the establishment doesn't want. The media controls your perception, your framed realities, your narratives. Big tech controls the, the, the flow of information. They censor things they don't want. And the soldiers in the inauguration of something that was a questionable election, among other things, is a checkmate. It is eighteenth century warfare and it is checkmate. And we have no other place to really move our pieces. It's not like, oh, it's over. It's all it's well, it's over in one sense, but it ain't because Trump didn't win. It would have been over if Trump won anyway, a second term. All I ever heard is four more years of he's draining the swamp and four more years of he's a racist. Really? I don't think he's any of those things. I don't think he was anything but a guy who was a good, kind of a good business guy. It's just what, what, this, this illusion. It's all, the, the, actually, what they are are illusions of grandeur. You think, but they're projected. It's not a, you having an illusion of grandeur. People had an illusion of grandeur about Trump. They thought he had some super special powers. He didn't. They thought he was going to save us. He didn't. Nobody ever asked the question, save from want. Save from the same kind of oligarchical power structure that he represented as an integral pillar of it? You mean that? Well, what are you, what are you talking about? And now all we're going to hear, and my, here's my prediction for the next four years, all you're going to hear is everything that's bad was Trump's fault, just like with Bush and Clinton and all the others and Nixon and all of them. You can, it's going to, everything bad is Trump's fault, and they can keep the grift of coronavirus going indefinitely, and that's all Trump's fault too. Fault too. And, you know, and then when something goes good, that's Biden. You know, that's just, this is how it works. That's politics. That's how, that's how it goes down. But it's worse with the psych warfare and people like John Brennan. That's basically what it was. The, the, the Capitol was occupied. America is under international rule. We're going back into the Paris climate deal, and we're going to be back into the World Health Organization. And, I mean, that really, the Who song, that, really, that, that famous Who song, Won't Get Fooled Again, that's, that's really, I think, the best way to sum the show up tonight. Won't get you. Won't get fooled again. No, you're going to get fooled again and 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 again because you're naive because you're addicted to the opium, the hopium, of politics of the politics. You think it was? You think that there's an alliance that got secret information and gave it to some YouTube hacks? Is that what you thought? And you thought Q was going to arrest everybody? Ah, jokes on you. You got arrested. Your mind got arrested. I'm not talking to you directly as a listener. I'm just saying this and projecting this outward. That's reality. I saw the Capitol occupied. I see this husk of a thing that can't speak. And I see a John Carpenter film. That's what I see. I see a John Carpenter film. I see no people, no support, no inaugural balls, no alcohol, no dancing, no singing. I saw the witch Lady Gaga. She sang apparently because she doesn't have COVID. I think Garth Brooks sang it was literally a Hunger Games presentation with Joe Biden, who who's going to open the border wider than Kamala Harris's legs, you know, for political power and did Biden stand up there ripping the border. We're going to rip the border wall down. We're going to rip the border itself open. We're giving amnesty to 11 million illegals. Well, they're people too. They are. But we have a system of government that allows us to be more free and more successful and more prosperous than any country in the history of the world, arguably. And it's because we have a system of laws that we abide by. And if you remove those laws, it ain't going to be a good system for anybody, including those 11 million people that could have come to the country legally. You understand? It's not about race. The people that are naive and people that are narrow minded and people that are true bigots make it about race because people like Joe Biden, that guy could literally if I made a movie about the Civil War, that guy, I would cast him to play a slave owner uh, of like a southern plantation. He looks like a plantation owner from the south in like the early 1800s. I'm not being hyperbolic. That's what Joe Biden looks like. Brian Stelzer looks like it. The clown. And John Brennan looks like a demon. His face is melting, like, you know, David Rockefeller. That's who these people are. That's who they are. It's one big joke. Everybody got conned. We won't be fooled again. Well, we will be fooled again, and again, and again, and again. And I guess the way that we don't get fooled and the solution to all this is to realize that it's a John Carpenter film. Laugh at the cheesiness of it. And if you're a family person, spend more time with your family. Disconnect from the news grow a garden, you know, have a nice cup of tea, read a book. I don't know, learn something, grow. I we we'll to do some shows next week where we, we focus on uh, topics that are so unrelated to this, that it's, it's just an, a different reality or really it's actual reality. All right. I don't want to, I don't want to be focused on this forever. Uh, I just, I, I can't deal with it. And I think that might've been part of the grift to begin with, just to get people to give up and say, you know, like, like ground zero this loudspeaker spoke up and said give up give up give up and i'm not i'm not giving up i think it's kind of funny i feel like i see what's going on but as uh, as they're telling us all this this is what you, it's not just joe biden this is what you hear from everybody this is what you hear you hear this right here
1: i love democracy i love the republic
0: oh yeah i love democracy i love the republic why does everybody have a boner for democracy you ever wonder that why Because democracy is mob rule, right? And like Alexander Teitler said, people can realize they can vote themselves, largesse from the treasury, and then they'll always vote for that. How about a republic, if you can keep it, as Benjamin Franklin said, a republic because a republic preserves democracy. You get that? If you don't have a republic, you can't have true democracy. You only have a mob rule of psychopaths that run around in black hoods and vandalize businesses and CNN calls it a peaceful protest. And people that say, hey, we think that the election should be uh, you know, looked at a little deeper, and they say that's insurgency. Welcome to the New World Order. Welcome to the Great Reset. Happily named after the Great Leap Forward. Welcome to QAnon, Operation Trust. The plan, that is. I'm Ryan Gable. This is The Secret Teachings. Coming up next will be either more Fringe FM or in the second hour of The Secret Teachings, it'll be this last 45 minutes played over again. And that's all that I saw. A little bit of a different show tonight. I really don't have a point other than just observation. And that's it. Tomorrow night, I uh, hope we have Stephen Cambian on. If we don't have Stephen Cambian, we're going to do a fun show tomorrow night right here on The Secret Teachings, Monday through Friday on The Fringe FM. Contact us at rdgable at yahoo.com, facebook.com forward slash the secret teachings. Our website, www.thesecretteachings.info, is where you can subscribe to the archive. Right now, you'll get access to the archive, the montages, my digital books, and more, only for $40. That's at www.thesecretteachings.info, or use the PayPal email, rdgable at yahoo.com. All right, there's, there's no more Q, there's no more Trump. There's just a dementia-ridden geriatric guy in the White House who controls just about as much as Trump now controls not being president. Nothing. I'm Ryan Gable. This is The Secret Teachings. Stay safe. Stay informed. Don't be afraid. Read a book. Cook something to eat. Grow a garden. Watch a funny movie. I don't know. Disconnect from this this John Carpenter film. That's what I suggest. Talk to you in the next broadcast.